Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Saturday. Yesterday, we talked about the importance of looking at life in living life through the lens of the gospel. By understanding who Jesus is, the importance of the cross, and living our lives with that in mind. And today we are going to see one aspect of who Jesus is, of who God is. And that is His majesty, His holiness. And we're also going to dive into a new structure to help you read the Bible, looking at what the passage says first about God and his character, and second, what does the passage say about me and my state, my character. So let's dive right in today. We are in Luke chapter 9, verse 28, and I am reading from the ESV. Now, about eight days after these sayings, he took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. So we see Jesus here bringing his inner circle of disciples, the three disciples who he is investing and pouring even more time in so that they can be even more prepared leaders after he is gone. Now about eight days after these sayings, he took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face was altered and his clothing became dazzling white. And behold, two men were talking with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his departure which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and those who were with him were heavy with sleep, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. And as the men were parting from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah, not knowing what he had said. As he was saying these things, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent and told no one in those days anything of what they had seen. So here we see Jesus with his inner circle up on a mountain when suddenly Jesus is transfigured. It says his face was altered and his clothing became dazzling white, showing his glory, his majesty here. And then we see appear with him Moses and Elijah, two 
big figures in the Old Testament, men of faith who lived out their faith. They also appeared in glory and talked about Jesus' departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. And we know what happened at Jerusalem, my friends, the cross, defeating death and the devil. And then, if this wasn't great enough, majestic enough, glorious enough, a cloud overshadowed them. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. So what does this passage say about God, about Jesus? It says that he is powerful. He is glorious. He shines like the sun when you see him as he truly is. And we see that Jesus truly is the son of God, God himself, the chosen one. Whose mission here was to die on a cross to save us. That is what we see about God. And what do we see about us, about people? Well, first of all, I think it's so beautiful to see that people were welcome to be with Jesus. Even when Jesus was transfigured, James and John and Peter were welcome to be with him. We are invited to be with Jesus, even in the midst of his glory and majesty. Continuing on, on the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. And behold, a man from the crowd cried out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. And behold, a spirit seizes him, and he suddenly cries out. It convulses him so that he foams at the mouth and shatters him and will hardly leave him. And I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. And Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon threw him to the ground and convulsed him. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit and healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And all were astonished at the majesty of God. So what does this passage say about God? Again, he is powerful. Jesus rebuked this demon and everyone was astonished at the majesty of God. He also cared enough about this boy to rebuke the demon. He also speaks truth even when they are harsh words. That is our God, truthful and just, but also loving and powerful. He truly is majestic. And what does this passage say about people? Well, this man, he said he begged Jesus' disciples to cast it out, but they could not. And Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you and bear with you? We see that even Jesus' disciples weren't perfect. We are not perfect. You are not perfect. You need Jesus. You need a Savior every single day. 
You cannot rely on your own strength, but only on Jesus and his power alone. As you go into this weekend, dwell on this truth of the majesty of God. How have you seen his majestic power in your life? How do you see his holiness, his beauty, each day as you read his word and as you see his work? May we all be brought to the point that we are astonished at the majesty of God. I will see you on Monday morning. Looking to add scripture into your Sundays? Check out my other podcast, Hesed Heart Meditation, for a 15 to 20 minute meditation on God's word where you can calm your heart, rest your bodies, and meditate and focus on God's living and active word. Check out Hesed Heart Meditation on all podcasting platforms. Thank you.